Good morning. Welcome to Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press, Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Richard. Today I read Troy, Texas Ordinance 12.124 Obscene Signs. Friends, whether your name is Troy or you have another name, we got an episode for you. So don't go away. Stay here. You're in store for excitement. Anybody out there from Troy, Texas? I have no clue where Troy, Texas is. I've never heard of Troy, Texas before this podcast. Texas is this huge state, friends. No matter how long you live here, I imagine there will always be cities you've never heard of. I've lived here since 2012, and doing this podcast is showing me how many new cities I've never heard of before. So let's talk about obscene signs in Troy, Texas. I'll read the ordinance for you. It says, quote, No sign or other advertising structure shall display any matter in which the dominant theme of the material, taken as a whole, appeals to a prurient interest in sex or is patently offensive because it affronts community, contemporary community standards relating to the description or representation of sexual matters. It's utterly without redeeming social value. End quote. This law seems to be modeled off the Miller case. Miller versus California, a landmark First Amendment case, which declared that obscenity is not protected, and they decided to think community standards, prurient interest in sex, and the dominant theme. So the language is taken very close. They're not talking about obscenity in general here, but they're talking about obscenity as it pertains to science. So they felt compelled not to just have an obscenity ordinance, but one directed to science. The second part of this clause, which says, quote, is utterly without redeeming social value, end quote, refers to the Roth case, which was the case before the Miller case. Before Miller versus California in 1973, the Roth case was a standard, and they said they did define obscenity as without redeeming social value. Good thing they put and in there, because if they said or, it might be constitutionally invalid. The NOLA book, Legal Research, How to Find and Understand the Law, which we reference again and again on this podcast, recommends paying attention to those conjunctions, the small words, and ors. I'm not sure if they did that on purpose or if they just got lucky by the way they constructed the ordinance. Whatever the case may be, this law might stand legal challenge as unfortunate as such can be. We want to overturn obscenity laws. Unfortunately, from studying obscenity trials, I notice it's an uphill battle because court after court says obscenity laws are valid. Have you ever made an obscene sign? whether you live in Troy, Texas, or elsewhere. Have you? Have you, have you, have you? What do you think about this law, friends? Do you think science should be different than other obscene material? So do you think maybe it's wrong to have laws against obscene magazines, but okay to have laws against obscene science? That's something to ponder, to contemplate, and to consider. So friends... Keep challenging obscenity laws. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep advancing the First Amendment. 
How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.